five blanks walk into the bar, bartender says, Joe, so uh, let's give them some subjects. 185 what? Pickles. Pickles. <laughs> <laughs> That's like going to be a winner, you guys. All right, more stuff. So, Yoga pants. Yoga pants. Oh. Netflix originals. <laughs> Rodeo clowns. Rodeo clowns. What? Rodeo clowns? <laughs> this is more than five word letters. What? Oh, I can't. Yeah. Give it up for my fiance. Congratulations. Oh, thank you, thank you. Uh, congratulations. 185, congratulations. congratulations. Walk in the bar. Yeah, yeah, that's why I put it in there. Yeah, all right. Baseball players. Baseball players. Baseball players. Dogs. Dogs. Hey. I'm a fan. All right, each team gets a veto. We get the veto. Congrats. 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 And? Yoga pants. Yoga pants. Yoga pants. All right, we have our five pitches. Looks like Spiegelman is up first. Baseball dudes. Baseball dudes. 185 baseball dudes walk into the bar. Bartender says, hey, no swingers. <laughs>
a part of a band. And they're like, bartender, we're trying to cheer up one of our, one of our members. And he's like, all right, I'll give you a bunch of shots. They're like, sweet, we're trying to get our bassist loaded. Pickles again. Two pickles! No, no, you, you can't do any when they hurt you. Yeah, I'll do pickles. Oh! <laughs> oh. 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 
got pickles walking to a bar. The bartender says, what's the occasion? One of the pickles is like, we just won our company's baseball game, and we're trying to relish in Christ.
printers. 3D printers. What is that? It's like a printer you got
divorce. You just told your children not to listen to the other parent and then let them figure it out on their own. <laughs> Speak of myself. <laughs> 
Runner got aggressive, trying to take the pace, couldn't make it in time. Horse. Horse. Strike. Hip-hop artist. I'm a switch hitter. Woo! Hip-hop artist. Strike. Two strikes. Weed. Partners like I like my weed. After I'm done with them, I'm really sleepy. Nice. Single out of center field. Drove up the bat. Let's give him a pitch. Jesus. I like my non-sexual. <laughs> I like my non-gender-specific sexual partners like I like Jesus. I spent most of my life trying to convince my friends that she exists. <laughs> I like my 
had non-gender specific sexual partners like I like my Jesus, they got more holes than you think. On Mutiny Radio. Not of him. Coming to you from the rainy mission district in San Francisco, California. 
all these records are purchased at the community thrift store in the past week. So, go support charities like us. see people around. Looks like a convention of Castro's rebels. Hey, buddy, how you fix for blades? <laughs> hey, um, I need a cup of coffee. What kind? Just coffee. Espresso? Yeah, I'll try some of that. Is that all again? Hi, doggy, that stuff rots your socks, you know it? What's that guy doing over there? Reading poetry? Hey, let me read some of that stuff. 
some of that stuff, too. Okay, okay. Got a dollar for a hit. Man, here's your rocket ship. Blast off, Rudolph. Blast off. Your nose is red enough. Jack, be nimble. Jack, be quick. Jack jumped over the candlestick. And man, like he singed all the hair off his legs. Bow it out. Now this cat named Grim was a little on the saddest side, man. I mean, like he could get a giggle out of a crutch. What a tail. Like rubber dub dub three men in a tub, George. I don't dig that scene. And you know, the cosmos just had to put down that space cow that took the yeah, big flyer over yeah, moons there. Yeah, yeah. Hickory dickory dock. The mouse ran up the clock. The clock struck one. And then he flipped. There's no way to go with the little creature. Beware, beware of the whirlyheads in starch collars who look at us and mutter that dirty word. I tell you, cats, that word is work. I'm sick already. Hi, waitress. Give me that check. That's all my butter and egg money. Wait, I feel a poem coming on. A man is a slave from morn till eve. And his hard-earned bread is quick to leave. Last words I leave with you. Ooh, Papa Deba. Ooh, Papa Do. Such a lovely 
Flap Life Plastic, that last song is for the Bug Out Square that did an amazing uh, Valentine's show. It started with that, Donna Summer, in the heat of the summer. Better call out a plumber. Mutiny Radio. Uh, .fm is what you listen to, and keep listening because if you don't, you're going to get in big trouble with the big one, and that's you. When you walk down the street, all the cheetahs skip a beat. I don't blame you, baby.
was playing some fine piano this morning. But I got the blues for my baby. Operator, operator, give me a line. I feel like talking to that gal of mine. Been calling and calling a long, long time. I've been out falling and I sure feel fine. But a phone is busy and I wonder who's on that line. Well, I tried and tried to call that gal of mine. I tried and tried to call that, call that gal of mine. Man, a phone was busy, and I wonder who's on that line. Well, it's early in the morning, and I don't know what to do. Yes, it's early in the morning, and I don't know what to do. About to break a day, babe. I'll be around to talk with you. Well, I'm sitting here crying and talking to myself. Yes, I'm sitting here crying and talking to myself. Man, I want my favorite. Don't want nobody else. Now I heard the wind blowing and I jumped on my feet, went running to the door and I ran out in the street. I went to a house and I knocked on the door. Out came my clothes, I don't live there no more. A phone is busy, and I wonder who's on that line.
1492, Columbus sailed the ocean blue. A brave young man in that famous year was the very first to volunteer.
even if we get away from this accursed vessel, we're hundreds of miles from nowhere. No boat, no... Listen quickly, Smith. The day Nemo wrecked our ship and we climbed aboard this submarine, I spotted a small boat secured to the stern of the submarine. possibilities of days lost at sea just to be rid of Nemo, especially if we destroy Nemo and his foul submarine. Of course, but how? I've thought it out to the split second. This panel here with all the buttons and dials and lights is the master control for the electrical supply of the vessel. Nemo pointed it out last night before dinner. Now, if I pull this wire from here, I have short-circuited one supply of energy. Now, attach the wire here. Professor, I don't understand. I... One day, my boy, if we live, I'll explain to you what I know in my faulty knowledge of this new science of electricity. Precious little I do know. But I think I figured this. Quick now. This wire to this button. Now, set this clock. No, we'll allow ten minutes. Are you hurt, Professor? Some, Smith. Ned, what about that arm? Oh, flying metal, Professor. Not bleeding much. Look back there. The debris from Captain Nemo's fantastic submarine is just coming to the surface. Oh, if that man had only used his mind for the good of science. He was a century ahead of us in thinking. Yes, he was a maniac. But he was what he called himself, a genius. Mission accomplished. Professor, Commander. Look, look, this locker. Here are a mast and sails, and food, and water. Maybe we'll be home sooner than you thought. Good boy, Ned. You'll get another medal for this, you know. The way he's rigging that sail, he should have a medal for seamanship, too. Look, gentlemen. The sun's coming out from behind those threatening clouds. <laughs> it looks as if we've a fine day for sailing. Set her for home, Ned, and God speed us on the way. Trees 
get in the way It's a tropical ease And everywhere that I keep my silence No sound returns to me Just endless waves at the end of our days The sighing of the sea But yesterday's gone I don't know where I come from Wonder where I'm going The very last time that you saw me off I thought it was understood That I'd be gone for a very long time I might be gone for good And all that time, all the time I thought you would never fall It did not dawn across my mind The time that you lost it all But yesterday's gone I don't know where I come from Don't know where I'm going Sometimes I feel like a tiny island floating in the sea. Palm trees sway, don't get in the way. It's a tropical ease. And everywhere that I keep my silence, no sound returns to me. Stemless waves at the end of our days The sighing of the seas But yesterday's gone I don't know where I come from Wonder where I'm going That Plastic Mutiny Radio dot FM or all the sound you hear is coming to you from plastic that's flat. 
and black and fellow grooves and in this case came from a community thrift store so can you dig what I dug the fleeing stones the fleeing stones that Bye. 
mark has been gallantly defended. This fighting bull, pardoned from death by the acclaim of man, is returned to nature's gentle pasture. Once upon a time, courage at blood's core, by torment tested, and by pure and beautiful rage, there lived a mighty sorcerer. Bright, brittle shafts of sunlight leap from the heavens to lie and laugh the meadow soft grass. Specters of darkness, deal, and death are scattered. A sorcerer Once is kind of like a magician, and this sorcerer was a very fine sorcerer. He could do all the very best magic tricks, like changing bats into butterflies, making diamonds out of warts, changing small black cats into large white elephants. an apprentice. Now, an apprentice is, well, a kind of helper or assistant sorcerer. And his name was Mickey. And he could even do a few small magic tricks himself, like changing a teardrop into a dewdrop. And he could hardly wait until he was a full-fledged sorcerer and could fill the master's shoes, or rather the master's magic hat. In the meantime, Sorcerer was away someplace sorcering. Mickey would put on the master's magic hat, but nothing happened. He just fell down over his eye, and he couldn't see his magic tricks even. One day, the sorcerer had to go out of town to change a two-headed calf back into a stewing pot for an old lady. Mickey, he said, when I return, I expect that tub in the hall filled with water from the fountain. There's been entirely too much daydreaming lately. Now to work. And he was gone on a purple cloud. Mickey put on the magic hat. Far back so it wouldn't fall down over his eyes. His ears kind of helped to hold it up. Now, thought Mickey, who will I command to do my work? He looked around the room and he saw an old broom in the corner. You, said me, in his best sorcerer's voice. You, broom, fill the tub. And he glared very hard at the broom and he spoke the sorcerer's magic words. swept out to the fountain. Mickey followed, hardly daring to breathe, lest he break the spell. The broom filled the bucket and swept back along the corridor, not spilling a drop, mind you, and emptied the bucket into the tub. The broom made another trip. And another. Well, Mickey just sat down to watch. I have worked magic. I am a great sorcerer. And he sort of waved his hand at the broom as it...
ultimate death drama is removed by years of time. Time filled with nature's steady thrust toward growth. The massive body, quick, agile legs, and cruel, flesh-gouging horns are lethal instruments slow to develop for use at some distant moment. The rage-impregnated blood, the blood of courage, flows quietly as this infant bull matures in the secure comfort of the rancher. Savage climax, preceded by a gentle prelude, scored for serenity. has got the biggest tongue in China. And it's said there's really nothing finer. Now Wong can live luxuriant, but with his tongue he pays his rent. Shady ladies give him in, he tops all Chinese muscle men. Other tongues have mascots for which they are renowned, but Mr. Wong likes to have his dragging around. Mr. Wong has got a short fat nose, but he's got a tongue that grows and grows. Mr. Wong has got the biggest tongue in China. <laughs> Now, Mr. Chang has got the biggest one. Oh, sorry, wrong man. <laughs> now, sing-song girls who live in old Shanghai are nuts about this oriental gang guy. There's no other tongue shades it. Every New Year's Day, he parades it. Mr. Wong never does things the normal, true, and tried ways. And when he calls on the local girls, he always goes in sideways. And when he puts the spot on a rival guy, the guy says, Oh, what a way to die. Mr. Wong has got the biggest tongue in China. <laughs> tongue, Mary, not tongue. Now, hatchet men who knew him down an old hand cow say his tongue extends from coast to coast now. Once it was tall and fragile, now it's long and strong and agile. The tongue of Mr. Wong has taken the raps, but it was Mr. Wong declares that his tongue helped knock out the jets. Oh, he puts his rivals on the shelf for he developed his tongue himself. Mr. Wong has got the biggest tongue in China. <laughs> I'm leaving for Shanghai this very minute. 
Goodbye, Harry. Have a lovely time on your weekend. <laughs> weekend alone and on it to well I don't have to <laughs> no indeed I don't I'll call Irma that's exactly what I'll do and see what she's doing over the weekend is this the frigate hotel let me speak to Irma please Irma.
This is John Lanza and this is the complete behind-the-scenes coverage of the Beatles in America by the fifth Beatle, Ed Rudy. This is one of the original four Beatles, John Lennon, saying thank you for the wonderful reception we've received in the United States. And stay tuned for Ed Rudy's report as we tour the States. Okay, Ed. This is the audio story of the Beatles in America, a radio news documentary produced through the facilities of Radio Pulse Beat News. Here is the sound and substance of the world's hottest entertainment group. This is Ed Rudy reporting for Radio Pulse Beat News with the Beatles' American Tour. This is George Harrison of the Beatles saying stay tuned for Ed Rudy's exclusive